You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Hello there, Star Wars friends. Welcome back to Flying Casual. This is our Casual Council, our 16th installment of Casual Council. I cannot believe it. It's kind of, it's, it blows my mind thinking about that. Um, and and our, our council has grown, but we've, we, we've got a smaller group tonight. Uh, everyone else is out either saving or destroying the galaxy. I can't tell anymore. Uh, a lot of dark side users on the council. I'm not sure actually how they made it to the council because if, I, I mean, I don't know how they passed the entry level exam because this is a light side council, but we have a lot of Sith on this council. So something, something happened. I'm not sure what happened, but uh, we got a lot of Sith out there destroying the galaxy. We can only do all that we can do to to make right in the galaxy and and, and fight that darkness with the light. Um, but I'm still s- surrounded by Sith here at the council. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got Rob, Scotty, and Nettie with me, which I think all associate with the dark side. Am I wrong, guys? Not wrong. Not wrong. I mean, it's this is unfortunate that I am the only one holding the light in this moment. Uh, it's why our dark side apparel sells so much higher than our light side apparel. And I've found that now that I need to just make more, uh, for the dark side, which is that's, Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Um, guys, um, it's going to be may. If you haven't realized it's going to be may. Um, it's may 1st, actually, when we're recording this episode. So a few days from now, we are going to be enjoying May the 4th star Wars day and getting our first episode of the bad batch, apparently a 75 minute episode, which is pretty crazy. And then they drop down like 20 minutes. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, can we spread out some of that love? But apparently not. Um, so we don't know what's going on in the Bad Batch. It's going to be a topic of discussion here, some thoughts on, on what's to come. So if you listen to this episode and the Bad Batch has already happened, we're not that far behind. You're just listening to us in the past or we're in the future. I'm not really sure, actually, at this point. Um, it's too late and I'm too intoxicated to make really uh, any sense of that statement. Um but uh, we are, uh, you know, guys, on this podcast, uh, you guys know that I, I, I am a sucker for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm a sucker for a sad story. So when you put those two things together, which apparently could be happening in the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series, uh, nothing gets me more excited. Um, not that I'm a depressing guy, but I like to see people go through tough times and bounce back and uh, overcome the darkness, and, and I think that's what we're going to get with Obi-Wan. We talk about it a lot on the podcast. I'm not so sure we've talked about it a lot here on the council so much, um, probably because I talk about it so much. I'm like, you can't con- you can't just talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's more in Star Wars, Michael, but it's going to be a huge hit for, for Disney here in the near future, hopefully. Uh, but, Ned, you, you threw this topic out. Um, something that we've talked about briefly on the podcast about, you know, Obi-Wan and this grief he's going to be going through. Um, so this is on your mind. Obviously you put it in our shared document here. Um, what, what are you thinking about here with, with Obi-Wan and what he's going through, uh, on Tatooine? Yeah. Say like you've mentioned, I know it's been a topic on some of the regular podcasts and I think I was just listening to one of those and it just kind of made me think about how I want to see that portrayed and the recent conclusion for WandaVision, which no spoilers here or anything, but I mean, that entire show was about grief yeah. and 
a very, very good representation of it. So thinking about that, I think kind of got my expectations. I know it's completely different studios and everything, but got my expectations even higher for just how good emotionally and in terms of that grief, this Kenobi show could be ultimately. Yeah. Um, and I know I want to see that. I mean, I know it's set what like ten years after Adventure of the Sith. Yeah. Um. So he has some. He's had some time to try and move on from that. But I mean, everything he's been through, I think he's still going to have some demons around there. And I just kind of want to see how, how he deals with it. And um, trying to stay, you know, positive because I think everybody on the our group and our podcast and everything is the more positive side. But it also leads me to wonder, like, will fans? have as much of a yeah. backlash as this as they did for like Luke. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring up the last Jedi again. I know that's going to shock everybody. I never <laughs> talk about that movie, but Luke's entire arc in that movie, like everybody gives him flack because he's depressed and he goes and isolates himself. Yeah. But he's doing that out of grief basically. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it's grief that he failed his nephew and feels like he's lost his nephew. So like that portrayal of grief, people didn't like, and I mean, I think that's part of the reason I love that movie is because of that arc and the way I can relate to it. So it kind of makes me worried that if that's what Kenobi focuses on, are people going to have that same reaction, that same backlash? Or was that more because Luke held to a higher regard than Obi-Wan is to some people? It just makes me wonder. And like I've said before, I didn't read a lot of the EU stuff. So was it just EU Luke that kind of led to that backlash? I think there's a lot of different ways to address that question there yeah i i am so glad you brought it up netty because i thought am i the only one that's a little worried about this because i i I find this concept and 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 luke going through what he went through so fascinating and luke luke did what he did for a reason it wasn't just you know i give up on the galaxy like he really thought staying away was going to solve a problem and, and he was going to sacrifice himself for the betterment of the galaxy. Um, was he misguided? Maybe, but you know what? So were the Jedi. So was, you know, Obi-Wan. So was Yoda and kind of doing what they were doing. Um, so I, I have concerns because, you know, like you said, Obi-Wan, he's, he's a, he's a huge iconic Star Wars character, just like Luke Skywalker. Now we ultimately know what happens with Obi-Wan, right? And his, his, his future is kind of sealed. Like we know what that path is. So maybe people will be a little more accepting, but like you said, with Luke Skywalker in the EU, there's all this expectation of this masterful being going out and slaying everybody and bringing balance to the, taking his son out and kicking ass. Like there's all these expectations that these stories set up and then they get this different character though may not even be a different character. There's so much story to be told about Luke Skywalker. And I, that's why I think it's so all this hatred is so misguided because you're looking at a different Luke Skywalker from the Luke Skywalker that's in your mind. This is an older Luke Skywalker. He he built a temple. He went through some shit and now he's processing that. And I don't think it's fair to say he wasn't the Luke epic Luke Skywalker. one. Well, he was, and he dealt with some shit after that. And he just like any human would be after going through trauma and so that that kind of frustrated me with with some of that response to the last Jedi. But you're right, and, and I think that's what worries me is that 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 story of Luke Skywalker is really the only time we've ever seen someone dealing with grief in Star Wars, right? Of of these big characters that we know and love, 
I mean, right when Obi-Wan slashes down Anakin Skywalker and he's burning, like, he, yeah, I loved you, but, like, he moves on and he gets in his, he flies away. And he's not, he's, there's no real, you know, emotion there, in my opinion. You know, I, 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 if I lost someone like that, I'd probably break it down for a couple months. Uh, maybe I'm just too emotional of a guy and I shouldn't like Star Wars. I don't know. Um, but, uh, uh, Rob, is this... You are familiar with, you know, the EU and, and, and you still appreciate yeah. that story with Luke Skywalker. So, I mean, mm-hmm. are do you think fans like yourself are going to be accepting of, of an Obi-Wan that maybe isn't what they're used to seeing? Like, I understand that Obi-Wan said we've been doing some training with laser swords. We're obviously going to get some laser sword action. But, like... yeah. If we see a different side of an Obi One, could that rattle some of the fans? From my opinion, it won't rattle me because, as previously stated on many of the episodes that we've done together, I take everything in. We all do. We just love it all. There's no hate in our group. That's what yeah. makes our group so awesome, right? Yeah. So that being said, I want to roll it back to Kenobi is just excellent. He's always cared. Even every movie that you've ever seen, the books you've always seen, he's always, you've heard, mindful. He's always been wise. Qui-Gon gave him multiple, multiple, you know, ups for that. You know, he he said, after I'm gone, I mean, you're going to be a wiser Jedi than I ever would be. Yeah. And and that right there says a lot, which also, you know, I mean, there's so much I wrote down right now. (laughs) So... Um, I don't know if we want to bring in Qui-Gon as yet, but I mean, I want to go back to a little fan thing that I saw about Solo 2, and I'm hoping we get that also with Kenobi, where there was a scene that they put in there as they acted out this first part of Solo 2, where there was uh, almost teenager Luke Skywalker with Baru. And they were just, they were in uh, the bar, the cantina together, and they kind of bumped into each other. So Luke bumped into Han through what they wrote. I always thought that was nice. And through Kenobi, they can show us that those kind of lost years of Luke and what life was with for Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru and what their, you know, relationship was with, like, with Kenobi. Because, you know, those other things, you know, Kenobi gets socked, does he? Who knows? That's what I mean. And And then I just want to throw in this little thing before we get to the rest. Do they include that Darth Maul scene from Rebels or just leave it in Rebels and that's just not shown? Yeah. Yeah. I personally would like to do it all. <laughs> it would be cool to see. I, I, I don't know if I feel like Darth Maul could steal the show. I, you know, I kind of I love that it's it was unexpectedly in Rebels, but it was perfect. It was yeah. I, I don't know if I need to see them ever you know, clash laser swords ever again. I feel like now in my mind, they've, they've not, not, you know, worked out all their differences, but like, and I kind of talked about in the last podcast, but just like that compassion Obi-Wan showed, I don't think I could watch them fight again. Am I right? Scotty, before you though, I just want to throw this in with that. So do we get an episode where we find out like, is Darth Maul in that episode where he finds out where he is and then just nothing happens? Like, that's that's the little thing I was just gonna throw in there. Yeah, so, right, let's talk. That'd that's be interesting, Scotty. What do you think, Mike? Man, <laughs> what if it's what if it is a hundred percent practical effects, 
and it's Sam Witwer. I mean, do, do you see? You, I know what you're doing. You're playing to 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 my heartstrings, and you're saying you could take one of my favorite voice actors of all times and bring him into live action. It would be amazing, and my jaw would drop. I just like further, yeah, further setting up his show with Kira and the Black Sun or whatever the underground gangs, man, like. Sorry, Ray Park. Sorry, like rip, rip the Ray Park. <laughs> but yeah. like, oh, just do it, man. At this point, with the content that people are getting, like they gotta dig into the stuff that these other fans want. Well, like, see, gonna... and that's why I think it needs to be a sep. I think that needs to be. A- I want to see that too. I think I think we need that to be something separate, so we can really because we need to dig into Maul. We need to dig into him building his say... empire. Then they say they're going to focus on Sith Lords, or there's some report going around that, like, Acolyte is going to, like, basically jumpstart the focus on the dark side. I think it definitely, I think that could be a good kind of, yeah, let's let's focus on their, their followers, and then it kind of bleeds into, you know, more stories about, I think that would be, that would be fantastic. I just, I would get worried that we're already... I don't want to say revising history, but we're already now saying, oh, wait, Obi-Wan and Vader are going to have another confrontation. Like we've already we've already done that with Luke Skywalker and Vader in the comics. It was it worked. You know, I didn't necessarily need it. It worked for for what it was. But we're we're kind of revising history. And we're, we're if we would be adding in Maul and Obi-Wan, too, I feel like it could take away from this ultimate confrontation, but also we're just revising some more history. Not that it's a bad thing to go back and add, you know, stories, you know, and kind of, kind of, um, you know, if, if it works, it works. I just, I don't know. I feel like this really it's, needs uh, to be Obi-Wan and his acceptance that he's lost his brother. Cause I think there's going to be some hope in there. You know, he's, there's going to be a, well, what if I, you know, and maybe he needs Qui-Gon to come and say, the dude is lost. <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I just, I, I don't know. But I, I, I focus so much on the the, the dark side of things and, and this grief, and, and I think it's going to be such a character study of Star Wars because we've really never done this. and I, I It really can be. It really can be. and But what's going to, What's really going to bring it, you know, back sometimes I think is going to be the humor. If if you read the mainline comics that they where they focus on Obi-Wan on Tatooine, he's pretty funny at times. And I think he kind of has to be Losing like his mind. It, you know, right? Like look at Yoda in the prequels. Not yes. a lot of not a lot of joking around with Yoda. Like you could say something funny and yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like he, he mm-hmm. would not play with you. And we go to the original trilogy. Dude's a little kooky. He's been alone for a while. Like, I feel like we could be getting that kind of Obi-Wan a little bit, but maybe even Qui-Gon. Like, if if he's going to interact with Qui-Gon, which I think we all assume that Qui-Gon is going to be in this show, I feel like he has to be. Like, what are those interactions going to be like? Like, is he going to be kind of – because I think, you know, when I I think of – you know, Luke Skywalker on Octu going through a lot of shit and processing, he's like, you know what? I'm so frustrated. I'm going to burn this freaking temple down. It's like, whoa, bro. Like, okay, chill out for a second. And then Yoda shows up and it's a comical moment. Like through his kind of transferring to the netherworld of the forest, he's, he's got a lot of humor in him now, more so than he did even when he met him on Dagobah. So I think that could bring some levity kind of just to a, 
what could be a very dark show um, because we already see it in the comic books. Like, Obi-Wan's pretty funny. Even when Owen Lars comes slamming on his door to scream at him, he's cracking jokes with him and offering him some snakes too. It's like, okay, like, let's go. I want let, Maybe we'll see a comedic Ewan McGregor. He can definitely do it, but he can also really get low with the best of them. So I, yeah, I – Just give I, us a – just give us a montage of his greatest hits, just kicking the shit out of like Asajj Ventress, <laughs> Va- like Vader, uh, Maul, who else? Like all the Sith Lords he's had to face. See, that's that where you could do that. You could have yeah. flashbacks. You could have flashbacks of, you know, maybe, maybe what's taking place in the story is, you know, the 10, you know, 10 years post episode three, Obi-Wan, he's kind of worked his shit out. Like he's, He's with it. He knows what is. But then we do flashbacks to him fighting Anakin, to him fighting Maul, losing Satine. You can bring Sam Witwer in there and those quick moments, live action. I think that would be more effective than full uh, scenes. And we have no idea what the what it requires the the mm-hmm. be, the inner focus of the person what they go through to cross to the other side. Yeah, like him dealing internally with all these battles that he had to go through and yep. accepting a certain point of view from each of those might be what Qui Gon has to teach him to, in order to fully give in to the Force or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I That'd think be dope. I think you you might see. You might see Obi Wan just fighting the dark side a little bit, like I, I, you know, like yo, a dark Obi Wan clone, like like the Yoda vision, yeah. Like I mean, think about all the people who've gone through the trials, kind of like that. Like you know, we've never really seen Obi Wan kind of go through. He's just kind of been this tried and true trooper of a Jedi, and it's like let's see him really be tested. You know, he always tends to do the right thing. Yeah, but it's like, man, maybe there could be some temptation here. I, I don't know. Inquisitors, my brain is going. He's had to have ran across something. There had to be a hunt. Yeah. There's because anytime Vader was that close to Obi Wan, at least there's no way he didn't go to Tatooine yeah. and not sense him yeah. when he sensed him on the Death Star in the in Episode Four. Yeah, he said, "I felt what was it? Not word for word, but I felt this feeling for I feel feeling yeah. I haven't felt for a long time. Yep. Whatever it was, that absolutely. Right I just want to throw that in. And I think you could bring in the Inquisitors, like straight up. Like I think they could. You know what? I kind of thought, you know, if we're not going to spend our entire time on Tatooine, Inquisitor show up, Moby One's like, I got to get the hell out of here. And it's kind of a manhunt at that point. I think it would be sick. And the cool thing about the Inquisitors, you just kind of prompted my thoughts here, Rob. Like, I like the Inquisitors. They're, they're starting to show that these, you know, even the dark side users, some of them have very specific skills. Like, I, I can never get the sisters right. I want to say it's the seventh sister. But, like, she's very focused on... You know, she she can really feel like empathy for people, like what they're feeling and understand what they're going. It would be mm. really cool to see these Love you know shit. these the dark comics. side users like sensing what Obi Wan Kenobi is going through and and offering temptation and stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's way too big of a show for. Maybe we're just literally going to get Obi Wan in a hut and he checks out Luke every once in a while. He has a fight with Owen and he fights Anakin. That may just be the end of it, but like. My mind. I want the Inquisitors so bad. I think that would yeah, be a great so. way to bring Sith into live action television. I think it'd be a good introduction. Let's see how that goes, and nice. then yeah, maybe that's our introduction to the dark side that we're going to see focused on in the next five years, five to ten years, or whatever. I think it could be incredible. Like Scotty, you you also you know 
have a have some familiarity with the this EU and 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 the history of Luke Skywalker. Well, the of the history, the future of Luke Skywalker in the expanded universe, but I also appreciate you know the sequel trilogy and what Luke went through. Um, so, what, how do you think people are going to respond to this if we get a darker Obi Wan? Like you appreciated Wandavision, but there's a lot of people that thought the best part of Wandavision was the last five minutes of the fight scene. I think it's going to be tough, but because the prequels are so loved now and we all pretty much collectively understand what Obi-Wan has gone through. Yeah. I feel like they, if they just kind of write it like there's no uh, gap, there is a gap, but it's a lot smaller than the 30 year gap. We literally know nothing about what happened to Luke. Yeah. Really between the, between the two time periods. Um, one decade is a lot of time, but at the same time, it's not really. Yep. Um, but he also, you know, had that confrontation with Anakin and pretty much thought he killed him or who knows what he thought, but now he's going to find out that he's alive and there's so much they can do with it. Yeah. Um, I actually just stumbled across the Satine, the whole Satine scene where Maul, like Maul doesn't want to kill Obi-Wan. He just wants him to hurt. Yep. And so that all those scenes could come back up. Yeah visualizing the deaths of all the people he lost. Like he could go, he could go into like his own kind of like a Dagobah cave again. Yeah. Like he could see all kinds of weird stuff. Who knows? But I'm hyped for it. I was going to ask you, uh, what do you think if, um, like say just for instance, hypothetically, we got three movies that were prequels and it was like, Three foot five Anakin, 80 pounds soaking wet, a kid who can act. And they were like amazing, amazing trilogies about this kid growing up. And then they skip 20 years into the future and we get the exact same prequels with Hayden. Do you think people would have been like, not my Anakin? I mean, maybe. That's just like, it's so tough to gauge this stuff. Like, it's got to just be good. It just has to be good. It does, yeah. Not my Anakin. Not my. Yeah, we've only had you know five different Anakins, but and I think it's not my Vader when they bring him back in the mask. Yeah, Uh, all the all the the freaking James Earl Jones purists. Like my God, that you people exist. I didn't know you existed. I didn't know that either. Yeah. No, I think it's gonna happen, dude. Stylistically, there's some things like I thought in Rogue One, like. I love, you know, James Earl Jones, but like the voice did not work for Vader and that like there's a point where you got to say this just stylistically so is just not like I love that you're dedicating to the original golden voice, but like it just didn't work for me. It kind of took me out of that moment, you know, the cheesy lines aside, you know, some of them, but the I was just like, choking, oh man, like, line. yeah, don't choke on your aspirations. Sometimes he says silly shit like that and I kind of let it pass, but like I was like, oh man, it just... I thought you could have done a little, if you're going to have James Earl Jones in there, you could have done a little more work on the, the auto tune or whatever, whatever the hell they use. I, I'm not an audio expert, but, um, so yeah, I, I don't know now. I gotta say real yeah. quick, you just made me think of like, nobody does James Earl Jones, like James Earl's Jones and nobody does Orson Welles, like Orson Welles. <laughs> you cannot mess with that. I mean, they've done it successfully in, you know, like Rebels, I, I think. So it's it's worked there. And also, Scotty, with you bringing up, like, what if we went back and looked at, you know, 
a younger Anakin. Now, I don't want to go into too much speculation, but Matt Lanter has said, like, exclusively with, I think, Entertainment Weekly, that you haven't seen the end of Anakin yet. And I could see him successfully voicing a younger Anakin. If if we were going to go back and do that, they've covered so much, though, you know, of of a younger Anakin, so to speak, in the Clone Wars, but not not, not, not where you're thinking, like, you know, really young. Could we pull it off? I think he could pull it off if we're going to do an animated series. Um, but maybe like they're just going to... training? Could, yeah, yeah. I mean, is but is Don't that something... As a Padawan or something? But is that yeah, something that people are going to want to see, you know? Like, we had a whole prequel trilogy dedicated to kind of you know, Anakin's kind of upbringing. It's like, what could we possibly give well, them? I mean, did you know? he voice him in Clone Wars and the Obi-Wan voice guy's still around and very popular? I mean, oh, yeah. Solo they, works. They could do it for sure. Solo. Yeah, they could. So, I mean, that, yeah. they did that before. I think that they can. I like the whole, you could either do between episode one and two or you could somewhere play in that. That's what I think Scotty's kind of getting at with that little time frame period. That, that I, I would accept that. I don't think it would overtake anything, but I don't know if you would put that in this series. Well, so for me, it's like it's got to make sense, right? So when they said we're doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, at first you can think, wait, really? We're going back and, like, you know, talking about this. But it it makes sense because it's a lot that he's gone through. It can make for a really great story. Um, I'm a little surprised that they're going to have the two confront each other. I think that's very very risky. Um, But it's something people are going to tune into. So it's got to be something that's going to really attract people. What about Anakin, you know, at a younger period, would we be interested in? Um, I don't know. It, it, but I, I mean, I'm going to watch any star Wars you throw at me. Um, so I would, that is what totally I'm most down. interested in man is how the hell are they going to pull that off? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like, geez. I um. think it's a big risk. I, I really, Huge. I really hope we're Huge. not just, pandering at this point you know what i'm saying <sighs> I, I i and i don't want to be the person who sits here and says you are part of the problem the divided star wars no but there are very specific choices that have been made that are very obvious panding pandering by lucasfilm in the past year and a half it's just so obvious this the, sh- the tonal shift and some of the stuff they've done it's just very obvious to me so i don't want to get to a point where we're just pandering for the sake of having a bunch of cool laser swords going out and making a bunch of bright lights and we're going to attract attention, but it's like, it has to make sense. There's a yeah, line for old Republic, right? Yeah. It's it, we're, that's what we expect, right? Like there's a lot of that, but these yeah. two, I mean, there's a lot of history which can make things complicated. It has to make sense. There's, there's a line in, Oh God. And I don't even remember what the line is. I have to go back and look. It just leads you to believe that maybe, okay, maybe something did happen that, you know, Vader is referencing when talking to Luke about a, a prior confrontation or that, or, you know, Obi-Wan used to think as you did that I was, you know, that I could be saved. I think that was the line, not that I could be saved, but yeah. he used to think like you did. So when did, when we're going to see that. So is he going to try to save him here? Right. Is this just, is this, but then is it just the same fight they had on Mustafar? You know, like how is this going to be different? How is it going to be unique? Um, I, well, I think Obi-Wan wasn't yeah. really describing to him in that moment um, that he was saying, like, 
you were supposed to help us end it. Not, um, man, I just lost it. But what, what we were just talking about, uh, that line, what was the line again? Oh, like Obi-Wan used to think like (laughs) you do. Yeah, Yeah. That he could bring him back. And then you were talking about the Mustafar fight, but on the Mustafar fight, he wasn't trying to bring him back. He was just saying like, you weren't supposed to go down this road. Well, there is room, I think. The, like I feel was, I feel like Obi Wan took his foot off the gas pedal. He could have decapitated Anakin right there oh, on yeah. the side of the bank. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he kind of left true. the guy hanging there. But I, I just I don't want it to be a rehash of of just this epic fight again. And and also something I'm, th- I'm like, okay, are we going to see some flashes of Anakin? Then you know what I'm saying? Like that could mm, make things interesting. Like Ahsoka confrontation. And that's my point. There is like. But is it gonna that we had that moment with Ahsoka? Is it gonna take from that moment? I don't know. It's just, Dude, you know. It, so hear me out too, because their fight in the OG trilogy was not really a fight. Like Obi Wan went in yeah. there to die. He went in there as a distraction. He was not pulling out all the stops, even if he had them. Like I don't yeah. think he was using them. And this fight that's going to happen. You know, people rag on the prequel fight because the, of the windmills part where their blades are yeah, just going around. Yeah. But it's because they train together and their minds are so synced, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. But this fight won't be him. It won't be Obi-Wan and Anakin. Like, Vader is a completely different fighting style. Yeah. Um, they even showcase that in Rise of Skywalker after Ben gets the blue saber. He's a completely different person mm-hmm. in the combat skill style. So, And the remake of the fight, like the fan remake phenomenal yeah Yeah. i know we've talked about that before but like give me something like that yeah force push anything (laughs) yeah i i i just i want it to i want it to matter i don't want it to just be a confrontation for the sake of having because they can easily make a series without doing it you know what i'm saying they can easily make a series of vader you know hunting obi-wan or just luke and they could just literally keep their story separate and never he could just see him from afar and be like oh my god i haven't felt something like this since and then the freaking scene cuts and that's the end of the series they could literally do that and i would be fine with it i don't even think it's necessary that they fight but it just the way in which it was revealed like you know what i'm saying like when when they when they revealed all this that this was happening like they told us that there's going to be an epic battle and i was like okay you're pandering yeah they say a lot i i just you know i just i i I could do without it but if it's if they're going to do it make it matter make it unique and that's going to be a challenge because so much has happened before and so much has happened after why do we need to see this i always ask myself why do we why do i need to see this if I don't think I need to see it, I'm, it's going to lose my interest. But if it matters and there's something there, it's like, oh, my God. I, I trust that they can do that. Um, it's just, oh boy, especially with the stuff that I've seen from um, the comic books and the, from a certain point of view stories, there's just a lot there. Um, but it's it's what concerns me most is the Anakin or the Vader and, and Obi-Wan confrontation. It's just, it's risky. It, I don't want to take over and like let let Nettie get in here, but what if it is the first glimpse of like the turn? Like, what if their confrontation leads to Obi Obi Wan having that glimpse of Anakin talking to him or some weird thing like yeah. Anakin trying to escape it? He could, yeah. Nettie, what do you think? 
Yeah, see, I'm not sure. I think I'm definitely in the ballpark with you if I really don't think it's necessary in any way. And it feels like one of those things that, like, in order to make it happen, they're going to have to do a lot of weird maneuvering because I feel like if Vader shows up on Tatooine and realizes Obi-Wan's there, he's going to know something's up. Yep. That there's a reason Obi-Wan's there. Yep. And, like, I can't see Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine without very good reasoning. Yeah. Because I feel like he views his whole duty as looking over Luke. So it just seems like it's going to, like, it could be kind of like you said, just a way to build in a fight more than a natural story towards it. Yep. Um, But, I mean, I'm sure these people are a lot more talented than I am, so (laughs) I'm sure they can definitely find a way to do it. Um, Doesn't mean I want it, really, but... And it also... I I feel like we have to be getting, like, flashbacks with Anakin, because I can't imagine they would bring Hayden Christensen in just to walk around in the Vader suit. Yep. And theoretically have somebody else do his voice. Absolutely. So, um... That makes me excited, at least, to see kind of those flashbacks and what they can do with that. And um, I think Hayden deserves another chance. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, I think he's the best actor in Star Wars or anything like that. But he was treated horribly by fans, and that's disgusting. And I'm glad that people seem to be receptive and positive about um, him coming back. And I'm, I'm glad he's able to see that. So I'm really glad they were able to do that part of it. Yeah, I it, you got to feel for him. Like the fact that <laughs> what he's been through and what a lot of, you know, Star Wars actors have been through, the fact that they put themselves out there, you know, even coming to conventions, you know, even just facing people, facing fans that way, that that takes a lot of courage and then saying, "Hey, you're actually going to reprise your role. We know, you know, we unload a lot of shit on you." Like <laughs> like it, you know, not purposefully, but like you know, sorry about all that. You know, that's that takes a lot of guts, uh, to be honest, and that kind of shows the kind of person he is, saying, like, you know what? I loved what I did. I, I loved the people that I worked with, and it, that was enough for me in my experience to come back and, and do this again and, and offer what I whatever take I can on it. And I think, yeah, like, flash. And you know what? I'm down to see kind of, like, the – the 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 things that we know, like the confrontation on Mustafar, some 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 of that flashbacks. But I'm I'm also down for some just like other things that we've never seen. More more background on Padme and the secret Good. affair going on and stuff. Rob, just uh, I wanted to throw in. Uh, this is one of the things I held off. Did him and Yoda have any contact during this time? And if they do have contact through some way of talking, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole episode, but yeah. just those moments. That's another thing I thought about as well. Yeah. I kind of wondered that too, because they both have different opinions on like the chosen one and stuff, but that, that conversation, they have conversations about it, but I think at that point, I think Obi-Wan's passed, but I mean, you got Qui-Gon in a, in the nether world of the force where no one's ever been. He's like, is he our relay guy? Is he passing messages back and forth from Yoda and Qui-Gon saying, what the hell are you guys doing? I've seen the future. Y'all are freaking screwing this up. Like, but I don't know. He, I don't, in the books, like he, in the comics, he doesn't really, he doesn't give Qui-Gon that, or he doesn't give Obi-Wan that much information on the future. 
other than just like the you're, future is Avaloff. Well, he, he pretty much just says like you have a bright future. Like so there's so much more out there for you that there's you have no he, idea. Yeah. What's that? He said, said the future is Avaloff. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't think I can drink this much mango and rum. You know, I, mean, I don't think I can guzzle there, that. My, my birthday is the 5th of May. It's after Jesus. Star Wars oh, Day, so birthday. we need three more tonight. Jesus. <laughs> Go on a roll, brother man. You're talking about the future. <laughs> no, I just, Yo, I, um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I think they could. They could, that, w- that would make it interesting, right? But, I mean, the big reveal is going to be Qui-Gon. Like, he is his master. The relationship there is so it's so much deep like there was a great relationship there we saw a little bit of that in in the in the in the prequel and in, in phantom mess you know some 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 butting of heads you get a little bit of that in master and apprentice too but like after qui-gon's passing just the admiration that he has for obi-wan and what he's gone through is heartbreaking so i want to see i want qui-gon to say man i You've been through so much, like, and I am here for you. Like, I'm here for you. Like, he essentially in, I don't know if it's the Kevin Scott short, something and from a certain point of view, Qui-Gon pretty much says, I learned how to present myself through the Force because of Obi-Wan. I learned a, a, an ability no one's ever learned before because Obi-Wan was lonely. <laughs> like, he <laughs> loved him. And I I want to see a different side of of the Jedi here because I I talked about it in our discussions of rebels and and I think Obi Wan redefined what it meant to be a Jedi and the compassion he showed and I think Qui Gon was a big part of that and I think he's going to learn a lot from Qui Gon here in in his in his time in isolation because Qui Gon's got a perspective that no one else has at this point so I I want that I want a nice moment there with those guys I think that would be great we might not even need Yoda we know he's on Dagobah right like hiding out. Um, but it would make sense that they would have some way of communicating, right? Because it's like when Obi Wan shows up on Dagobah, it's not just like "Holy shit, I haven't seen you in a couple decades!" Like it feels <laughs> like maybe they've been communing somehow. Um, yeah. But we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, we'll definitely see. Uh, Nettie, you got any other thoughts on on Obi Wan? I mean, I, I I I totally understand your hesitation with this fight. I just it's what scares me the most because everything else seems perfect and i understand why they're doing it the fight ugh, i don't know it'd make a little more sense if we're fighting inquisitors mm. and maybe vader just shows up and everybody's like i'm getting the hell out of here i don't know who this machine is i don't know but you got mm. any other thoughts like uh on on obi-wan yes yeah, so i was just kind of touching back on qui-gon i think i think it's the ahsoka novel because there's like little like interludes between each of the stories i think there's one of those with Obi-Wan, like, trying to do his training to communicate with Qui-Gon. And I think it's basically just, like, you know, him meditating, and then, like, he finally, like, he was a voice for the first time and just says, like, let go or something like that. So I just think it'd be a really cool, like, maybe arc that you could have. Maybe not the main arc, but, like, an underlying arc for the series of just, like, him kind of, you know, talking occasionally with Qui-Gon, and then finally, like, the last episode, <laughs> you just see, like, the Force Ghost appeal for the first time. Chills! That could, really, that could be really well done if... I, assume, I think Liam Neeson said he'd be willing, or yeah. hinted that he was willing to, so I think that could be really well done. Nettie chills. I love that. Maybe, maybe like, because in the comic books, they kind of allude to that, that he's just, like, Obi-Wan's just talking, 
And the only way you know he's talking to Qui Gon is he'll sit, he'll end it with Master, like yada 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 Master, and you're like, oh my god, okay, he's talking to Qui Gon here. I love that. We don't hear anything from him. Wouldn't that be crazy? Or maybe we do hear his voice and they show, but like to hear not hear him and he's just kind of speaking and and you just feel Qui Gon there, but then reveals himself towards the end of the series. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I just. Oh man, I don't know how is he, how how is he going to counsel? You know, I'm assuming Qui Gon's going to be there when Obi Wan learns about about Anakin and him surviving. What what is he going to tell him to do? You've got to try to save him. He's the chosen one. I I mean, can oh this is opening up a three hour discussion. I can already feel it. Can Qui-Gon see into the future that far where he still knows that, well, Anakin's the chosen one? Like, is he going to encourage him to try to save him? Is he going to say, you have to destroy him? Like, that's... <laughs> what kind of perspective did, does he have now? Did Qui-Gon foresee Luke turning Vader back to throw over so that's why maybe he told him to be passive on Tatooine I don't know I, I, yeah I mean he in in, in the, in the from a certain point of view Qui-Gon senses you know Obi-Wan's destruction and could tell him right before he goes off and dies but he doesn't so it's like how how much does he see you know what can what can he say it's gonna be it's it's not gonna be very clear he's just gonna allude does, to things. does he speak to him does he speak to him right before he puts his, when he turns his eyes closed and puts his saber up, does he speak with him at that moment? That would be Dude, really there, freaky. Rob, there's a really sad from a certain point of view story. You got to read. It is the end moments of Obi-Wan and what he's thinking about. And it is depressing. And I love it. <laughs> he sees his entire life essentially flash before him. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, I can't remember yeah, if Qui-Gon says that. anything to him in that moment, but it's a great story. Nettie, do you remember what that's called? I don't remember what that's called. Is that one Time of Death? Time like of that? Death, yes. Yeah. That story uh, blew my mind. I think there's a line in there, too, isn't there, that, like, Obi-Wan's like, you didn't tell me it was going to still hold or something like that. It's like Qui-Gon, <laughs> or like, I don't remember if Qui-Gon says anything to him, but you can just yeah. tell that they've talked about, yep. you know, that becoming one with the force. So. Yeah. You never told me it was going to, yeah, like in like this or whatever he said. Oh my God. Like that it would, yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So they're not, I mean, how much can you prepare someone for that? Like, will they ever be prepared that's, for it? I don't know, but there's, it's, I, I mean, I, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be, this is what I'm saying. This is why we need the story. Cause it's amazing. And it would be great to just be able to see, you know, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan have these moments and, and, and just, oh, my God, I'm so ready for it. But a little worried about that fight scene. Uh, any other thoughts about Yo, the Obi-Wan I series? Can take you down a... Oh, no. If anyone has other thoughts about that. I won't stop I talking go... about it, so we probably should move oh, no, on. I think it's great. I mean, if you want to move on, that's great. If you want to get into where maybe. I was going to talks... tangent off on just a small thing because you brought yeah. up Kevin Scott. Yeah. And uh, I feel like these. These. Um, the writers and everything who are in High Republic, they're getting crapped on because of that stuff, and people are ignoring like the other stuff they're doing. So Kevin Scott is doing the Vader, the new run, uh, 2020, I guess is what you would look up. 
and I won't get too spoilery, but the first episode that comes out, like, that came out forever ago, um, it starts out right after their confrontation on Cloud City, and Luke gets away. It's the first time Vader knows he's Luke Skywalker. He has a droid team up with him, and Vader's always got droids. I don't know if you guys noticed mm-hmm. that. Like, he's always got droids working with him. Ever since he was a little kid, he's always been in a droid. Same thing for Anakin, so... They eventually find out it's Tatooine. They go to Tatooine. They Mm. find the Lars homestead. They go downstairs. They're walking through the room that was Luke's, Mm. and he's having all these flashbacks of his own place. And at the same time, the droid is like, oh, wow, whoever lived here, you know, must have really cared for his droids. Look at this. He must have been very mechanically inclined for all Mm -hmm. the tools, and he had, like, the, the oil vat and everything. And then... You know, the episode or the issue that just came out, I don't know if you guys saw that, it's pretty spoilery where Vader has gone to. I don't know, you can kind of cut this out, I suppose, but (laughs) um, it's on the covers. We've talked about it. He's going to Exegol. Yeah. And so now on Exegol, we've found out more about Palpatine's plan, and it all just comes full circle, and it's like right in Vader's face again, and you're just like, dang, like that goes all the way back to the first issue. Yeah, and like I don't know. Vader goes through it, but man, he goes through it all the time, every day. <laughs> yeah, that this could be this could be a story about you know we've seen so much in the, especially in, in the comics, and there's not a lot of ton of there's not a ton of people that read those stories, but like it's been a process for him. Like there's a lot of regret <laughs> you can see throughout these stories of him coming to terms with what's happened, but also a lot of denial. Like a lot of denial from Vader. I don't. I still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm haven't read this last issue of, of the new Vader line yet, but I still do not believe that he realizes he killed Padme. I, I think he still believes that there's something else is up. Like at this point, when so many issues, I'm like, it's going to hit him here, and it, it doesn't seem like it has. So you could still see a lot of that innovator in this timeline this could be just as much you know vader processing all of this and and the deception of the like are we going to see the emperor like is this going to be an equal like obi-wan vader kind of story here like i I don't know that could make things interesting um just so what you're saying yeah so what you're saying is that in vader's mind uh he did not cause padme's sadness or there's, she was manipulated by Obi-Wan to turn against him or something. So he, he definitely blames Obi-Wan for a lot, but there's just a lot. He just, it's so strange because it, it, it really shows that there's a, you know, Anakin's, as much as you want to say that he's still in there, there's a lot of just denial that he had any wrongdoing in anything. It's, it's, it's odd to me. Like he, he choked her like, out. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. It's almost like he was convinced that no matter what he did, he could bring her back. Yeah, like, like it, it didn't matter. But somebody like, oh, else I had to have because I'm going to save your life. Exactly. Yeah. Like I saw the future. Like you don't understand. It's only me. But someone else screwed that up for him and took it all from him. And and that's we could see some of that playing out in the series. I think that'd be really interesting. I I, I would yeah, I would love to see Hayden Christensen kind of go off and just like show us. Dude, yes. Who Vader is? We we haven't tapped really into Vader. Vader, as much as Vader is a huge presence in Star Wars, in the original trilogy, 
He's not that present. So it would be nice to have a little more time with him, even maybe in that meditation chamber. I don't know. I, I think that's where you could see a Hayden Christensen helmet off Vader. You know, not just Anakin flashbacks. We could see him in the flesh. I think that'd be awesome. Um, you know, even if it's just some heavy breathing and he's not, like, having a conversation, it could still be cool. But I don't know. It's just – and I, I, I love what you're saying. I, I don't understand why people give these stories issues because – I, I mean, I don't, you know, not everyone comes to Star Wars for the same reason, but when these small six page stories captivate me and I'm blown away, I'm like, what? I didn't know I needed a story there at the end of Obi-Wan's time, but you just laid it out for me in eight pages and you blew my socks off more so than, you know, half of the Star Wars movies could in a, in a tiny little fraction of a moment in Star Wars history. I love when they can do that. I, I don't know how people find issues with that. Um, they just don't think it's necessary. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader having a confrontation again is necessary, but people want to see it. So it's like I would rather tap into the psyche and, and what's going through on the inside, things that we don't really get a lot in the movies. They don't have time to flesh that stuff out. That's what I want to see in Star Wars. Yeah, Rob. Dude, Scotty just made me think about this. That, again, I have to bring... Reference back to Star Wars Galaxy, droid engineer is a profession. <laughs> so who made that game made that very clear that that is an actual thing. Yeah. And you talked about like uh, when you were talking about the droids and always having droids around and doing stuff. Just saying. Yeah. Y'all, man, remake- that, was, that was a good that was a good spot, y'all. Love when it. they remake KOTOR, if you don't think I'm going to have a Mr. Bones 2.0, you're out <laughs> of your mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, that droid that he has with him when he's, when he's searching for, for Luke, well, he's searching to he's awesome. demolish whoever made Luke a weakling <laughs> or whatever his oh, yeah, mission dude, was. So it totally diverted from where it was supposed to go, and now it's a search for Padme. Um, or am I mixing up the main line and the, I can't remember at this point too much star Wars hate God. Um, <laughs> the, the, the droid being mad at, Oh, sorry. He's back on being mad at Palpatine because Palpatine tried to kill him with Oshi. Oh yeah. Oshi. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. There's, there's so much, there's, there's so much there. And I, I so much that I don't think we've seen. Uh, but that droid offers a lot of humor in that entire, in that entire, uh, this new Darth Vader series, which is great. Um, I'm just starting to go back through it. It's it's fantastic. The dude's really funny. And we see that in a lot of Star Wars. The droids, I mean, look at C-3PO. Look at, they offer humor. It's like, okay, well, who's going to bring the humor in the Obi-Wan series? We've got to have a little bit of it. That's why I'm just like, I feel like it has to be Obi-Wan. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't oh. remember Obi-Wan having any droids on Tatooine. So we're not going to have, uh, you know, many interactions with droids. So who's going to bring that humor? I think is Doctor Afra still around? She knows who Vader is. That would well, be crazy. I, I don't know. All these Whoa. castings, like they're casting. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Rob. Do it. I'm just calling. Just keep going, brother. Keep going, man. You're killing it. Uh, go. I love the comic with Afra and him, dude. Like, yeah. she's one of the few people to like talk shit to him. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like. Well, I need this chick, so I can't really do anything yep. about it. That's She's kind of how good it, at what she does. She's kind of better than a droid. No, yeah, yeah. I don't see that. Would I mean, if if they're gonna do it and introduce her, then she better be getting her own series. 
I think if, oh, if you're going to introduce oh. her in the show, they, that she has to. Correct me if I'm wrong, man. I'm hearing all kinds of stuff, but maybe they're doing that already. You're too. in the dark west. Scotty is in What's the dark west. All in, brother. I don't know. They just casted some girl in Obi-Wan separate from the from all the other castings. Yeah. So that's what's got everybody going down that rabbit hole. See, I haven't really gone, I haven't gone through the casting too. I mean, we have a little bit here, but I just get so caught up in the story that I want to see, which is crazy. Maya, Maya Erkstein. I probably butchered that. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, who knows, man. But I, if you're going to do it, you got to give her your, her own show. Because that's a character who has been extremely successful. You don't see it too often, especially not in Star Wars, because they tend to make comic books about very prominent characters. Um, you know, that's one that's just kind of not blown up, but been very successful, been a new creation out of a comic series and been successful and is still successful, you know, getting novels and stuff now. Like, that's that's awesome. So if they're going to introduce her, she has to get her own show. You can't just three days. You can't just talk about it there. And then like, we never get a show with her. I, I think she's deserving of one that, that could be, that could be a fun, good time. Like kind of a more adulty humor. I kind of, almost like the, 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 the cruise and Mandalorian. I freaking love those episodes when they were bringing the crew. I loved those. I thought they were kind of raunchy, kind of, kind of adulty. I thought that was great. And I, that's what that series could be with the, with the, uh, the killer droids. And I think that'd be great. Triple zero. Steven Spielberg to do a national treasure style show with Afra. But it's going to have to be a little darker. If we're going to have triple zero oh, yeah. and uh, what's his face? I can't remember what his name is. I got the, I got the black series. I can't remember what the astromech is. Those dudes are vicious. I mean, triple zero has got knives for fingers. Like, there's gonna be some gore. That could that could be kind of your introduction to a, I don't know, a, a gorier side of Star Wars. Coded Disney Plus section. It could be. Could be. <laughs> Maybe that being said, it kind of just fits in also with like the Bad Batch as well because what you were just talking about a second ago, Michael, was you know that episode really made you happy. That episode had that as well too. Yeah, it kind of did that. And do you start introducing that with the Bad Batch because the Bad Batch were kind of hit people? Yeah, you know they had they had duties they had to, to do. Yep. Who did they take out to give themselves a name? Because we saw Han Solo. We know what Han Solo did. We know what mostly everybody has done in Star Wars: The Galaxy. Anything EU, you know, canon it all leads to what have you done yeah and they have done something so that would be a nice way to introduce a little dark just throwing that in there yeah no absolutely and let's hey let's transition to that talking point let's i we've got so much to talk about but like i I told you guys if we're going to talk about obi-wan like it's going to dominate my thoughts and and the words that come out of my mouth hole it's just gonna it's gonna dominate the conversation but let's talk about the bad batch guys if there's three days three I don't know what to expect. You know, I, I didn't necessarily, like, I didn't think the, the Bad Batch were fine. I, it wasn't my favorite episodes, you know, of, of the of the of Clone Wars. I, it was okay. But to me, they're kind of just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Star Wars, which is fine. I freaking love mm. them. But it's like, I, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, eh, eh. when I heard they got a show, eh, 
Eh. No lie detected. I mean, when I saw the second trailer, <laughs> I, okay, I'm here for it. I'm going to, I trust, they got a good track record with animation. You know, I remember walking out of the Clone Wars movie in 2008 and be like, what the hell did I just see? I thought I was never going to watch Star Wars ever again because it was garbage. <laughs> but little did I know, like, boy, you just had to stick with it. And they, they have a good track record with animation now. Uh, so I, I'm trusting that it's going to matter. Like, once again, why does this matter? Why are we learning? Is it just, you know, to keep Disney Plus content going? Okay, but, like, wh- why Why are these guys going to matter? What decisions, like Rob said, are they going to make? Like, they're known for this, you know, whatever they've done to be this, you know, ultra mega team, uh, the, the, these killers. Like, what choices are they now going to make that, that, that it's going to matter? Um, I, I, I don't know. Nettie, is there anything that you're looking forward to in this series? I mean, you got Raphael, Michael, oh, sorry, uh, Hunter, uh, Tech, uh, uh, big guy, I don't, Hoss, what do we call him? I don't, Wrecker. Wrecker. Yeah. Wrecker. I, what, what are you excited? I think it's the other one. Crosshair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Echo, which, no, Echo. Jury's still out on Echo. Okay. Dude, if that guy is Echo poster, <laughs> what's his name, Wrecker? If his eyes aren't the most crossed they've ever been. In he should poster, be crosshair. I'm have issues, bro. Let's be honest. He should be crosshair. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't. the jury's still out on Echo. He could betray them all and break them all yeah. up. But, Daddy, what are you looking forward to most about this show? If anything, maybe you're not watching. Maybe it's the first time Nate says, you know what? I'll pass. Uh, see, I definitely plan on watching it. Um, being honest, it's not something, you know, I'm at the edge of my seat waiting for. When they announced they were making it, I was kind of like, that seems like a weird thing to yeah. go next. That, you know, like a, what was it? Like a three episode arc, four episode arc yeah. of the final season. And now we're giving them our own show. It seemed kind of weird to me. Yep. Um, I will say that second trailer definitely got me a lot more interested than yeah. I was initially. And I mean, sometimes the best stuff can be what you're not too excited for because you have no expectations. And That's right. I'm kind of looking forward to going into it with that. I'm, do we know how many episodes it's supposed to be? Have they said anything like that? Or I haven't seen. I think it's going to be a lot. That. I'm not sure though. Yeah, so I mean, the, uh, but if we're first two episodes i think are like 75 minutes for the first one and then an hour for the second and i want to say and this is all maybe kessel run transmissions who's got been pretty on top gotta watch out with that gotta watch out i mean these guys have been pretty on top of the bad batch stuff so as far as speculation goes this is the most accurate it could be but if what they're saying is true and it's like 75 minutes, 60 minutes, and we get the first two episodes together. That's a legit movie, dude. Yeah. I, so the first one is definitely going to be longer. Yeah. And I think it's everything after Order 66. So, like, minutes after, and just what they were tasked to do, or maybe they weren't even affected by it. And then just all the other people around them start going crazy. Who knows? But I think it picks up right after. Yeah, I just I feel like you got to get a little more on these guys. Like now, like you said, like and just like we we're talking about with if if the Bad Batch can get an entire series 
give Afra a series. Like, yeah, dude. she just has yeah. a, a cameo somewhere. She has to get a series if the Bad Batch are getting a series. So I, I, I don't know. Like, it could. Like, are yeah, we going to go you... twenty episodes here and get multiple seasons? I, I don't see this going not. that long. I just, but I love what you said, I, I, Nettie. I, I love that you said sometimes the things that you know you're least expecting to really to hit you. It often does because you're not coming in with expectations and i love that i think i myself need to do that with more stuff and i think us as you know fans need to do that as more stuff if they feel like there's a reason to make an entire series dedicated to these guys cool i guess we're going to learn something really interesting um but it, we'll, we'll get, keep going eddie i think we, we cut you off there oh, i say i think i think that was most of what i had um I did just find wikipedia claims the fourth season will consist of at least 14 episodes jesus so. If you okay. Trust Wikipedia. Yeah, you um, beat me to it. So they have to get down to like twenty minutes, at, like after the first couple episodes, because there's no way they're doing long episodes for fourteen. Jesus. Yeah, that that would be my expectation, wow. and like like you kind of just said, I I don't know if they have any plans of making this like a multiple season show. Yeah. I kind of feel like it might be kind of a good just one season, but I agree with that. I don't know what I they're going to be doing too. here. Yeah. Just How do you guys feel about shows that do this where like the first episode is 70 damn minutes and then like what the rest are 29 and you're just like <laughs> It's it's disappointing for sure, but I feel like to capture an audience at all it has to be a little there has to be a little more in the yeah. beginning and then if you if you if you've done a good job of hooking them, they'll watch the remaining 20 minute episodes. They'll be disappointed and they'll want more. Hopefully, or they'll say this is garbage and not, but I mean it's you just have like the Mandalorian. Yeah. Right? Walk in, bar scene, door closes. Yeah. Door's hooked. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I feel like with these guys, we're gonna have to get a little more about them. Like, why do we? Why do we care? Because, like, I'm not invested enough of these guys to just like write post order sixty six. What are these guys doing? I'm like, I, I. They're gonna have to go back in time a little bit, I think, and kind of lead up to that because we don't really know much about them other than there's these dudes who get along well, have cool powers uh, or abilities, I should say, not powers. Um, so I just, I don't know if I'm invested enough. I think I need more. I think I probably do need a couple episodes prior to order 66 to say, why does it matter that they survive? <laughs> yeah, Rob. I just want to throw it. Why does it matter? I love that you ended that. Why does it matter that matter that they survived? Because maybe that was what Palpatine was playing with. Maybe yeah. they put something in them that made them more skilled. You know what I'm saying? Kind yeah. of like the, the game uh, Outriders, how that storm kind of changed them. Maybe there's a little change. Maybe there's a little. We've always talked about Han Solo always being force sensitive. Yeah. But just not over. So I just want to throw that in there, man, because you you just dropped it right there, bro. Well, I saw people speculating that Hunter or somebody was force sensitive, and I'm like, guys, I mean, come on, may may maybe I think, I mean, if he's cloning, if that's the case, then then Omega is probably yes. the perfected version of whatever these failed attempts have been, and there's. And that is something that they have in common, the the Clone 99 batch and her. And there's some camaraderie there of, like, you know, we are family, we are whatever. It's it's going to be – It's I think that could be a big thing at the end. 
in the beginning they find her it's just hey i'm gonna help people out like that's i'm that i want to get off this planet like let's go you know fight evil or whatever and then they find out wow we have the shared common thing uh and it brings what them closer if she's together. mother the who what if like what if she's mother like they need two sides of dna to create Right. So if Boba Fett is the DNA that strain they use for the male side of things, what if she's just a version of the female side of the clones? It could. It definitely could. Yeah. I think it's cool that that we're seeing that there is um that there is the potential that there's maybe these you know, if we're gonna be talking, you know, genders, you know, or or, or identity that there's a female, you know, creation of some sort and that there's the potential that omega is the end and this is what we've been planning this entire like this is the killer this is the prime whatever create like i think that's kind of cool and that there could be you know there were plans for for more i don't know um they make her look deity like yeah like she almost looks like a god she could wreck everybody it definitely could i mean yeah maybe she's she could be some, you know, force sensitive somehow. I I don't know that would that would make things really interesting. Um, God, I just I I, I don't even know how to speculate on this show. To be That's honest, crazy what we just did though. Like we just, I gotta say the whole Omega thing adding in like right there and then just that. I, I already typed it right there. Only <laughs> offline casual. Well, that's here first. But it's like from there. Like I like. To me, it seems like these guys have to go their own separate way for a bit. I feel like it's got to get complicated that we're going to break up or there's going to be some sort of, like, like someone's going to turn. I, I, I just, I feel like you can do that because, like I said, I don't really have a vested. Any of these guys could turn on their friends and I'd be like, wow, that's kind of interesting. I, I wouldn't be or like, oh, be my like God, like, crosshair turned on these guys? This is bullshit. Like, I'm not going to have that kind of reaction because I think it would make it more interesting. Um, could be Jumanji. Could be like Jumanji. The, the Rock shows Jumanji. up, or, or are we talking about the original Yo, Jumanji? Here's another one. and I'm gonna no, the, the newer one. The newer <laughs> one where they had five, where maybe they're they're incompatible in some things, but together that's what makes them the Bad Batch. Yeah, I mean, it totally could. I I feel like one of them maybe you know a little more loyal to the empire than we or to the to the empire to the republic and and maybe taking some orders from somewhere else could be Echo. I still don't trust Echo. I feel terrible about that, but like it just didn't seem all there at the end. Yo, okay, uh, Fennec Fox is in the show, correct? I would. I don't know. She's in the trailer. They show a helmet. It's it's her damn helmet. It's got to be her. Okay. Um, Fennec Shan. Just just, uh, yeah, yeah. The Fennec Fox, the assassin that's on Tatooine. Is her name Fox? She's the Fennec. I thought I'm it was Fennec sure. Shan. Am I Just making that up? Whatever. Fennec Shan, yeah. She's uh, in her assassin thing or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. so the one from Mandalorian. Um, yeah, she's in it. Yeah, yeah She's in the trailer, so why is she wanted by the Bounty Hunter Guild so much so that she's off-grid on Tatooine? Who did she betray or help or, you know, I don't know. A lot of people. People are like, it, this show, like you said, has to have significance. Yeah. Or they're not going to just 
put it in the timeline just for fanfare. So do they help Grogu? Like, you know, is that where they're going with this? I I think is Finnick Fox a part or Finnick Shan part of that? I think you, I there's know. potential for Finnick Shan. I, I mean, I think you'd even see Boba Fett in this show to be honest, because be I think there's the potential of showing them maybe as adversaries mm. first, and then but through isn't he crawling out of the, you know, he's crawling out of that. Does he have a way off Tatooine, or do you think he's been there the whole time? What do you mean, Boba Fett? Boba oh, Fett's not yeah, in the yeah, Sarlacc at this mind, point. This is like, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, wow. I think, I think, I think this could set up their relationship, right? I don't think the book of Boba Fett's going to do that. Well, maybe, but I think this is an opportunity. We know she's in it for sure. Yeah, um, I don't think she's that great of a person in the show. I think she's probably pretty shitty. I think she maybe even have been pulled in by the or the now the Empire to to find these guys. I think she could have been one of them, um, and maybe Boba shows up, right? Like it says, not on my watch. And they have a fight, and then they yeah, become best buds or something. Go have a beer at the the cantina together, or whatever they call it uh, there at the cantina. Um, I think that'd be interesting, though. It's cool that we know she's in there. I'm fascinated about Saul Guerrero. I think that's awesome. The Saul Guerrero is in the show. It makes so much sense. Once again, it's one of those things you could pull any Star Wars character into the show at this point. You'd be like, "Oh, that's cool." Saul Guerrero makes sense. Saul Guerrero has gone through some shit and Saul Guerrero can talk to these guys and say, you think you've seen anything? (laughs) Boy, I've seen this coming. I've seen this all along. Like this is what I am fighting my entire life. And you guys are part of the problem. Now, what are you going to do about it? Like I just, it makes so much sense to have him in the show. I can't believe none of us thought about that when this was announced. It's just what a perfect placement of a character in a moment to give these guys some freaking, you know, perspective on where the galaxy is. These guys don't give a shit about where the get they're doing a job for the Republic. They probably have no idea what's going, what, like what the real world, so to speak is. So I think they're going to have some adjustment to do. And I think Saul is going to put some, lay some perspective on them. And I think kind of getting some separation, maybe some of them decide, maybe Hunter goes off that there's a shot of him riding a speeder out. Just pulls a Leonardo and just says, screw it. I'm going to go do some freaking shit on my own. And then Raphael or Wrecker is probably going to have to run the whole damn crew himself. Let's be honest. So, <laughs> God. Turns into a Ronin type character. Man, His eyes are all fixed. Seriously. Like, so, I don't know. I think that stuff's some of the most interesting, um, the, the stuff that we're going to see and, and that those moments I think could make us care about these guys right now. I really don't care about them. Like it, four out of five of them could turn and I probably wouldn't bat an eye. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But like, you're going to introduce them to Saul. Saul's going to lay the smack down on them and tell them what the hell is going on. Like what they need to be, what they need to do to be, you know, individuals to, to be better than what they were a part of. Like, let's go. I am so down for that. He could be a huge part of the show. I, Nettie, I mean, am I? What are you? What are you? What are you expecting from this? I mean, is Saul going to dominate this show? I mean, could Saul be back in the good graces of everybody? I don't know. It's Does that mean Forrest Whitaker comes back? That'd be cool. He's probably down. I know Forrest Whitaker. I think I think he did it for Fallen Order and Rebels. So yeah. I mean, he's not above voice acting. He's um, down. I definitely glad that you brought Saul up too, because that kind of ties back into our first discussion, like. We kind of talked about Luke and Kenobi maybe 
dealing with grief and kind of that, you know, depression kind of sense. Yeah. I think Saw could be a really good way to look at grief, like how much it can just drive you insane, basically. Because yeah. by the time of Re- oh, not Re- was Rogue One and like Rebel Rising, that the last book club, he's kind of completely lost it and yeah. doesn't realize like what he's doing. And um, it's been a while since I watched his Clone Wars arc, but I know you, can, I think you can kind of see some of that. Yeah. But back then it kind of seemed more like a, I'm a cocky, like yeah. brash kid. That's all that. And a bag of chips attitude yeah. more so than I don't care who dies as long as we take them down with us. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe we can see some of that transition here in, the Bad Batch, and I mean, I think Fallen Order is, what, five years after Order 66? Mm-hmm. Even in that, Saw it doesn't seem as drastic as he is by the time of, um, like, Rebel Rising and Rogue One. Yeah. So I think it's definitely kind of, this is going to fill in some more of that gaps, I think, and if nothing else, maybe we'll find out where he got his Borgullet from. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> like, yeah, here we see a Borgullet in training. Like, it's like a younger, thinner Borgullet, you know, you know, not as finely tuned. He's just, like, zapping people's minds. I, we gotta get this down pat, boss. I can't just be killing people here. So, I, I think that'd be great. And I love what you're saying, dude, that just, like, could this, what a, <laughs> how tragic to see, like, the last, the, 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 the last almost maybe even hopeful kind of Saw Guerrera, you know, it's kind of sad because we know his future. We know where it lies and we know what he becomes, but like maybe not even hopeful, but like you said, in, in, in Jedi, uh, and fallen order, I mean, you can sense it a little bit. People around are just like, dude, the Saw guy, he's kind of, uh. so maybe just, you know, this is the final moment that we'll get with Saw to say, man, there was a lot of hope for you. There, you could have, you could have, you could have done a lot of good, and you have. But like, we know, boy, it's tragic. We know what your future lies, and but man, you just and there's nothing you could do about it. And that's what makes it so tragic. I, I love that you brought that up, man. I am so, I'm pumped for that so much more. Don't really care about much else going on, but like that, I am here for because I can relate to that. Yeah, Rob. All I gotta say is, as long as they don't make any of that backstory, like the movie Ghost Dog with him, I'm cool. Ghost Dog? Now you have to explain what Ghost Dog is to me. I all I I don't th- I think I just well, know I some explain. some I of the explain some of the dog. good dog yes, movies. Yes, you would know that. Like a dog's <laughs> promise. I think I know that one. What's what's Ghost Dog? Bro, he's a superhero. You need oh, to look this up. Though. No, doesn't he have a sword, Rob? He's a samurai. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, have you ever seen Blind Fury? No, no. I've not oh. seen that. Oh, one. my but, God. That's another good one. Uh, just the ghost. Forrest Whitaker is a blind guy, right? Or no? In the movie. Ghost Dog. Oh, Ghost Dog? No, I don't know. Because <laughs> he sees that dog. That's like the first thing he says. He's like, is that your dog? It's like, he sees dog, right? It's a classic. So, so just to clarify, nothing like a dog's promise. <laughs> nothing is not that good. No, it's okay. very, there's, no, there's no talking. That's, there's no talking. He doesn't talk at all. It's so bad. I don't have the Wikipedia. I do have the IMDB, and I just want to... I just want to read this synopsis. Oh, no. An African-American mafia hitman who models himself after the samurai of old finds himself targeted for death by the mob. 
It's amazing. I kind of want to watch this. Wow. Movie. It's amazing. But what does bro. the dog have anything to do with it? What, what, what? Is it, is that, is he just, is that, is there an Dude. actual dog or is it just the title of the movie? It's just his name. Yeah. His name this is, is dog. His, he's a myth in the, in the neighborhood. Okay. See, I thought we were talking yeah. about like Homeward Bound or some shit like that, but we're talking <laughs> no, about an assassin. No, it's, okay. It's classic. Much different. Movie. It's, okay. It's okay, but there's some funny, there's, there's some moments to say that. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, is that what we're going to get in this movie? Like, no, no. I mean, ghost dog I, coming out of retirement? It, that's what I'm saying. Like, there has to be more than a struggle. It can't be like ghost dog, of course. It has to have a struggle. There has to be a reason behind that struggle. But that, that to me right there, spells its own series. It's own, like, yeah. You can't, I don't think that you, you could put it in the Bad Batch. There has to be something. If if they're giving us, and that's what Disney has been doing, they've been giving us a lot of the content. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we will get that content. I feel with Saw. Yeah, I, I think it's a smart move. I, you don't need Ahsoka showing up and leading these guys. Like I'm just like, I don't think that's necessary. You don't need Obi Wan finding them, and it's just, it's just that's not necessary. I think Saul is a great, great candidate to just meet these guys, give them a little perspective. Maybe they'll run around with him. Maybe some will join him for a bit. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they become part of the partisans. I don't freaking know. Um, that's just that's just crazy. I don't even know what else to speculate. Like Scotty, what I hate it, not knowing. Me I too. Hate not knowing. Me There's too. Literally, like nothing out there. I would know. I look for it. <laughs> Scotty, <laughs> like, you guys listening? Scotty is in the depths There's of nothing. the internet, <laughs> scraping, nothing. just making sure we don't miss anything out there from oh, east yeah. to west on the internet. Yes. He's getting it all. But also, like the animated stuff. Like, I'm just gonna say it now, man. If if things like Mace Windu. And who saved Grogu? Like, if they reveal it in a cartoon, I'm not going to be hyped. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to be hyped. I I was hyped for the last four episodes of Clone Wars, but, like, none of the other season. Like, I watched them, sure, but I don't know. We raised that question. The hype and the passion. But see, that question about who, who was the clan protecting Grogu? Why were they doing that? Why were they so dedicated to giving their life? It's almost like Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade, since we were talking about that, I think, in the pre-show. You want to bring that up? I mean, you had the knights. The knights protected the grail. Okay, so if, if this became the grail, what's all that about? Man, they should just Yo, sign oh, all yeah, of us to really write their product, I think. Guys, I don't think we're going to anything about Grogu for another five years. I, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think we're going to. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm only on the Rebels kick because we just talked about it on the podcast. And it's one of the greatest series ever. Reach. That may be a stretch of ever, but like Star Wars, it probably oh, is the greatest series. But like, look what they did with my favorite moment. Um, I just defined it as the podcast's favorite moment. But my favorite moment um, with the Maul and, and Obi Wan final confrontation, like that was so unexpected and so graceful and just. Like Luke said on the podcast, it was kind of a diversion from where we're going in the story. But, like, boy, did that have an impact on the Star Wars community. And, I mean, Star Wars, for the for the rest of its existence, like, that is one of the defining moments. And they did it in a show that it wasn't, didn't really have anything to do with it. And it was animated. So if they can do that, freaking Lucasfilm can do anything. 
But you're right. There, there's some people that'll be disappointed if they don't get you know some big reveals on the big screen and stuff. I totally get it. But I feel like we have to kind of accept that like this is the future now, and a lot of it is going to be animated. Certain things. Certain things. Certain, certain things. things. I'm not a purist. Like I, like I said, <laughs> Rebels. Like I'm not joking. Rebels to me. Yeah. Beginning to end, best time period, absolutely. best overall arc, best. Yeah. Absolutely. They that was a Do we record. get do we get a young uh Kanan Jarrus fleeing Coruscant? Ah uh, He was like the last Padawan, right? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Now that would just steer into <laughs> Nettie's whole discussion about was Palpatine looking just for enough kids. To make everybody if we cry. do that, we're going to probably go another hour. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though, about Canon. I don't know if that's necessarily something we'll see because, and this is just me, Canon. Canon became who Canon needed to be and the best Canon that we could get in the latter half of Rebels. Like, and that development, I don't know if you can go back and show him as some juvenile, like, Jedi. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we can get that. It's, I, 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 that may take like him being Kanan. attacked and getting away. I mean, maybe. And us knowing it's him. Maybe. I mean, you could definitely get a glimpse of something, but, like, I don't want anything to tarnish what Kanan's become. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to see him at the temple. Gentlemen. Yeah. Was he the broom boy at the end? The br- Wait, what? Was he the broom boy? Was the he the sweet boy of another generation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I quite before. follow, but he was the broom boy before there was a broom boy. Was he like right. doing janitorial <laughs> services in the in the temple? He was a little older, right? <laughs> I think he is so. I mean, a new dawn. I think is. I think that's the title of the the canon book about Kanan. Um, you know, just after all that, kind of growing up, he's just kind of a dick. <laughs> like he's kind of a drunkard, and, uh, and and meets Hera and stuff. And that's a great story there. I love that they did that because you kind of see how far he's come just between a new dawn and right at the beginning of Rebels. Like he's come a long way. But then, boy, his end at Rebels. Phew, I don't know if I want anything touching that. Why? Uh, what do you? What, what, why? Why you want to see that, Scotty? Is there anything in particular that you want to see? I miss him. <laughs> see, that's that's what I'm saying. Cool. Uh, I just think like <clears throat> because Order sixty six was so impactful, and like every not for nothing, every new story thing they come out with around it gives us something like that. So like the the Kel Kestis and his master sacrificing himself so he could escape, like. Yeah, you know, they could they could do something like that, and just kind of show us what set Kanan off on, like, you know, all right, he's got to help Ezra or whatever. It doesn't have to be deep. Yeah, it doesn't have to be deep for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of want to do this sometime, but like, I think there's certain characters in Star Wars that we just have to accept that we may never ever hear or see a thing of Jen or so one of my favorite characters in Star Wars simply because of who she became in Rogue One never gonna see her again which is unfortunate because she was fantastic never gonna see um, Felicity Jones reprise that role 
now, granted, I really didn't think Cassie and Andor would get his own show either. So I guess I should never say never, but I feel like she's one of those. Kanan may be one of those. I probably would have put Cassie in as one of those. I was proven wrong on that one. But, like, it sucks, too, because you kind of wonder, like, I don't know. We all we want to see these characters again, but like, like, like Obi Wan, like after the series, guys. I mean, probably not going to ever see or hear about Obi Wan ever again. It's like that's but that's going to hurt. Get Kestis. Cal we're Kestis. Get Cal. Cal makes more sense. I, I think we could get a lot more. Cal. I think that makes a lot more sense, right? Like we and we, I want to know that because this is kind of that time period. This is like when Kenobi. There, I don't think that they meet. I just want to go on record. I just yeah. don't think that that kind of goes together. But really, right now, what I really need to know with the story of Fallen Order Two, yeah. because I think that that leading into Kenobi, whichever happened, Fallen Order Two is happening before Kenobi, right? Mm-hmm. That's Fallen Order that's Two it. before but, Kenobi. Uh, that would be ten years. I don't know. I don't know if we do. We know no. Well, I mean, it's all after Order 66, so we know Kenobi, you know, he, he goes past that. But Fallen Order, that's that's the one thing that kind of can take that and add maybe a little backstory and ties into Kenobi and ties into more. I don't think he meets Ahsoka. I don't know, but Siri and him, they've met Vader. Yeah. So if Vader knows about them and the Inquisitors know about them, the Empire knows about them, that I gotta say the future of Star Wars regardless if you want to say canon or EU I'm gonna say it right now I want to know that story and I think that that story deserves to be told I, I hashtag agree. the exquisitors that was a dope that was dope I like the exquisitors reference that was that may be their you know <laughs> that may be who they become later on that's how I you show know. them that's how you show them off um so I Cal Kestis is a way ahead of his time. Like the end of that game, that boy grew up. That guy has a perspective on the future of these force users that no one has at that time. And it's crazy because he doesn't have a lot of guidance. This is this dude going and dealing with some demons and some temples, figuring some shit out. Like, which was awesome, and we got to live it um, and play it. Um, he is just ahead of the game, and so I'm like, okay, we're not hunting potential. Okay, where are you going now? I'm fascinated. Like, what's the plan? You're you're an enlightened dude at this point. You should be probably freaking leading the new Jedi. If if I mean, from what we know, so like, what what is his plan now? Like, what's What's the future? We got a fun crew. We've got humor. We've got, you know, some real levity on that crew. Like it's the makings of a perfect story. Now what 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 is where are we going with it? I'm interested and I have no idea, but I love that he's just enlightened. Like he's got this new perspective that no one has at the time. Like you make your own destiny. Like at this time, that is pretty like new. That is not a real discussion going on from stuff that we see. So I'm so fascinated with that. Like what he becomes, boy, I mean. Dude, uh, how many waves are they causing in Mandalorian? Like how far out is that ripple going to go? Like yeah. that they have a dark saber and that they are pushing back. Like who's going to come to the call? 
when they find out Grogu's here. Like phrasing, yeah. Let's go. I I don't know. I I haven't really thought about the Grogu in a while. The Grogu. Love that I'm calling him that now because I just don't know. He's all over my house. <laughs> I just like I don't know. After that show, I just I don't know. I I, I don't know. I just feel like we're not going to see him for a while, and I I don't have the mental capacity to think about any more than I have right now. Like I haven't even they thought about Grogu. Right from us. I know, I know, but it's just like I he in my eyes he's in safe hands right now. So it's like okay, let's focus on the other shit going on in the galaxy so we can process that, and then we're going to get back to the future. And I think back to the future, Jesus, another future reference. I mean, um, Nettie's in the world between worlds. I'm he really, we, uh, Nettie is capturing uh, the, one of the biggest moments in Star Wars history behind him. And I, I, it's in such <laughs> slow-mo. I, we ha, we don't know if Ezra's making, is he making the right decision back there, Nettie? <laughs> is he pulling her out of there? How to tell. How Jeez. to tell. Um, so, yeah, That's I just, thing. I think I think after the Bad Batch, I might be ready to talk about Grogu and like where and well, that would probably have to be actually over after Obi Wan Kenobi. I think that's probably fair to say. I'm totally down. I just I can't even speculate on what the, what that looks like because the future in Star Wars in that era is like I'm, we're going back in time so much now. When I thought we were going to the future, and they're like the Bad Batch, Obi Wan Kenobi, we'll probably have a freaking Shmi Skywalker prequel. Like, I just, I, it's like, frick! I thought we were going forward in time, and we're not. So, boy, it was. I mean, that was a real whiplash for me. But that's that's just my stupid mind. Um, do we see? Uh, do we see Luke and Grogu simultaneously the next time we see either of them? Um, I don't think so. I don't think you're going to so see Luke Skywalker like again a, either. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out in my head all the time, like, how Grogu's going to come back, like, just flying on an X-Wing. One X-Wing. I think <laughs> it's I, Grogu. I think he will. I think he's, but I think he's going to be, he's just going to, I think he's going to be alone, you know? Like, I don't think he's, I don't he's know. He's going to be flying casually. Exactly. Like, flying solo yes. and flying casually. Like, he. I mean, he's probably going to speak basic at this point, which will be weird. Like, it's going to be Yo, an adjustment. Please. Like, you're going to have to get used to probably to some, like, Yaddle-looking, like, Grogu that speaks a mean basic um, and probably has a side part, you know. Can you imagine like Luke having Skywalker. to create that voice, dude? Can you imagine being I mean, the guy that has to create that voice? I was <laughs> down to be that guy. I would will it. I would absolutely take that job. I would... Hello, I'm Grogu, and I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> Disney, if you're you a little a short to be a Jedi, yeah, Grogu. <laughs> I could just, yeah, it could be funny. I don't know. I just, I don't even know if they know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you can say that. You know, John Favreau and oh, maybe John Favreau has an idea. I don't think Dave Filoni has any idea where they're going with that story. Because they're like, hey, we need you to create some stories about the prequel era. And he's like, Jesus Christ. Like, okay, I guess I'll go back in time. Um, like, do what I'm good at, I guess. But I, I don't know if they know. They're gonna, It's got to be something epic, though. You know, they're going to be no more just baby doll sales. Like, you've already yeah. you've tapped that dry. So let's make it interesting. He can, he can be like, the bounty I claimed. You're right, it was. I think it's a pretty good it. one. You might need to sign Rob up. I mean, Somebody have a Lucasfilm uh, executive email that we could email and send that demo to. 
Homie's been a baby for 50 years. Like, how much of a time jump do we have to go through here? See, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be. We're running out of years. It's going to. It might be the distant future, like him and Ray. Yo. Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude. Just okay. At that point. I'm okay he's, with that, actually. He's on the council, her new council, wizened, like, yeah. got some gross, you know, gray hair going on, but parted to the side. None of this slick back shit that Yoda was doing. Um, you know, and I, I think them on the council would be freaking awesome. I'd be down for that, but it's just two, just two of them. They, they've learned their lessons. They're like, you know what? The Sith, they were doing, they were onto something. We should just stay small. Okay, let's do it. Grogu's like, I'm staying small for the rest of my life. That he didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve that that slam on his stature. He didn't. Sorry, Grogu. But yeah, I don't know, guys. What anything else about the Bad Batch? We kind of steered off there, but Nettie, Nettie's just over there dying. Like he's probably he's like these guys are nuts. five directions at once from us three. How many Natty <laughs> lights have these guys drank in this episode? Any other Bad Batch like thoughts? I mean, we've got three days. What is it? A Wednesday that we're watching this? No, nope, that's a Tuesday because Wednesday Tuesday? is my birthday. Cinco de Mayo. Oh shit. Rob is celebrating early, if you haven't heard. He's already cracked open the nanny uh, and guzzling as we speak. Um, well, yeah, I don't I don't think, you know, maybe we should wrap this one up because two subjects got us through an hour and a half, which is incredible. Um, so, guys, like, we're going to continue to talk about Obi-Wan. Like, if you're sick of it, I'm sorry. Then I guess you're not going to be listening to Flying Casual for a while until the series drops because we're going to be talking about Obi-Wan. You think we've tapped it dry? We're literally just scratching the surface. So let us, you know, have a good time. We'll, you know, kind of lessen our expectations, go into the Bad Batch with an open mind, enjoy it. It's probably going to be a lot of fun. There'll probably be some jaw-dropping moments. It's going to be great. And then we're going to get back to the Obi-Wan discussions, and I can't freaking wait for it. Uh, so in three days, guys, well, at this point, you're probably listening, and that's time has already passed, and are any of our predictions or lack of predictions have they come to fruition i don't know i'm gonna say there's gonna be an early confrontation and a fallout that's my prediction let's let's get a final prediction here uh, uh scotty uh obi-wan sick montage kicking the shit out of like assage vader every sith the ever faced wait, just in the bad batch flash. Oh, we're going Bad Batch. You're okay. Final, so final predictions. I mean, that Obi-Wan would be for you. That's a um, bold prediction bro, like, and unexpected. <laughs> like I said, Bad Batch. I got no. I got. I mean, first episode. I mean, th- there's got to be mean, a hook. There's, there's got to be something here. Yeah, I mean, definitely Order sixty six going down, and I mean, I just I don't know. I got nothing for Bad Batch. That's okay, Rob. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rob, no, a, no, a no, prediction I, for I the first episode. He's going to take us home. Like honestly, I think he was on to something with the Order sixty six little flashbacks with that. But to catch uh, audience with a first episode that's going to be this long, you're going to need a lot of bombs blowing up. You're going to need a lot of fights. You're going to need a lot of like moments where you kind of maybe show a little bit of weaknesses from some of the characters. Yeah. But I think overall. I think if this happens when Order 66 happens, then we find out where they were. Mm -hmm. 
And that I think will go from there. And that's, that's what I got. Like, that's how you do it. You, you sit it there. Maybe it's a flashback at the moment. Yeah. It, it leads up to it. And then they kind of sit there around a campfire and they say some stuff and they get a call they got their next order, and that's what leads to the bombs bursting. I mean, I definitely got to see them around a campfire with Saw Gerrera, and I think Saw Gerrera is just like a, a wizened splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just comes from the fire, a blue flame, and says, what the hell are you think you're doing? No, I think they, I think you're right. Like, that would be they, – they show a little skin in the first episode, right? And then we retract that, we cover up, you know, and then you give us a few Purgle episodes, you know, with some fun stuff. Uh, maybe a you know a, a song or something from an AP five character or something, and then maybe we things get a little more serious. Nettie, uh, a prediction for the opening uh, episode uh, of the Bad Batch. Well, before I get into that, I just gotta say if if there's a song, it better be Reco singing, and we better get Luke's <laughs> Luke's live reaction to that one because I think he might literally die from laughter. He's um, flying through space. His eye is just like not following. Like, oh, it'd be great. Uh, in terms of overall predictions, I don't, I don't got too much. Like I said, I don't know fully what to expect. I guess if I got to throw something out there, it's talk. It's going to be a creepy and evil mofo out there. Absolutely. So excited to see that. Yeah. Great point, dude. Tarkin. We're going to see Tarkin and just, I mean, we don't get enough of Tarkin. Like Tarkin, you know, Tarkin's just, uh, he's just a cool, he's got a cool presence, but like, yeah, let's dig into him a little more. Like, he, he he seems like he could be the real villain of this series, you know, the one that's like, okay, these guys are a real threat and they're not on our side anymore. Okay, we're gonna hunt these freakers like these bastards down. Like we're gonna we're gonna take them out. I would kind of like to see Tarkin. Maybe he's talking to some bounty hunters, right? Like maybe they don't have the resources to hunt these guys. Okay, let's get in some quick muscle. Let's bring in you know uh, uh, Fennec Shan. Let's bring in someone else. Maybe Boba Fett. Or I, I don't. Uh, that'd be kind of cool, but. Um, Great poll on the Tarkin. Totally forgot he was in the show, but that was okay. Great. I do have a legit one. Okay, it's not Obi Wan and because we and already Massage. did talk about it, kind of. Okay, well, we already already did talk about it with uh, Omega. So I'm gonna yeah. I'll double down and I'll stick to that. That I feel like DNA, like they're linked. Yeah, she's either a clone or they're a derivative of her somehow. Okay. Well, guys, we have. A few days till May the 4th. So you're probably listening to this and May 4th has passed. But how do we do? I mean, like some bold predictions here. We're going to see what happens. I, I, I just hope we all enjoy it. You know, I hope it's just a fun time. Um, you know, and as as we've seen with Clone Wars and Rebels, it could be fun. Sometimes we get dark and, and, and really meaningful. And, and, and most important, we want to be a good lesson for our youth and, and to, you know, find some messages in there and, 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 and lead them. Uh, on, on a good path and a good destiny. So we always know that Star Wars is going to bring that. So looking forward to that. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this 16th installment uh, with uh, our smaller council, but uh, one, one of the best. I think this was a fantastic discussion with Nettie, Rob, and Scotty. I thought we brought the pain, as Rob likes to say. So uh, this was fantastic. I, I'll go ahead and apologize for the 15th time again of my uh, Obi-Wan gushing. But, boy, I'm, I'm looking forward to that series. And like I said, if you don't want to hear about it why you better tune out to flying casual for a while or maybe you already did who knows who knows we'll find out but uh, i hope you guys enjoyed this discussion uh we will be back with an episode uh shortly and uh as always folks may the force be with you